Welcome to God's Five Minutes with Pastor Ed Wilson. Reach him at God's Five Minutes at gmail.com. Now, here's Ed Wilson with God's Five Minutes. Hello, friends. Acts 12 gives us a remarkable story of King Herod. First, how he caused the murder of James and tried to carry out that of Peter. Then, of how he was highly displeased with him of Tyre and Sidon. But they came with one accord to him, and having made Blastus, the king's chamberlain, their friend, desired peace, because their country was nourished by the king's country. And upon a set day, Herod, arrayed in royal apparel, sat upon his throne, and made an oration unto them. And the people gave a shout, saying, It is the voice of a god, and not of a man. Those cities had been guilty of some misdemeanors, which Herod highly resented, and was resolved they should feel his resentment. The offenders capitulated, being convinced that it was in vain to contend with so potent an adversary. So they befriended Blastus, the king's chamberlain, probably with bribes. Such princes as Herod, who will not be governed by reason, had better be so governed that by their pride and passion. So a time was fixed for the ambassadors to make a public submission, to beg his majesty's pardon, throw themselves on his mer- clemency, and promise never again to offend in the like manner. Perhaps that which would thus feed his pride would cool his passion. Herod appeared in all the pomp and grandeur he had. He was arrayed in his royal apparel and sat upon his throne, wearing a robe of silver cloth, so richly woven that when the sun shone, it reflected the light with a luster that dazzled the eyes of the spectators. No doubt Herod thought it'd make up the lack of a royal heart with a royal apparel, and sat upon his throne as if that gave him a privilege to trample upon all about him as its footstool. He made a speech to the men of Tyre and Sidon, a fine oration. Well, the years have hidden what he said, but we can guess about it, probably. After he had exaggerated their fault and commended their submission, he concluded with an assurance that he would pass by their offense and receive them into his favor again, proud enough that he had it in his power whom he would to keep alive and whom he would to slay, and probably he kept them in suspense as to which it should be till he made this oration that the act of grace might come to them with a more pleasing surprise. The people applauded him, those people who had a dependence upon him and had benefit by his favor. They shouted, it is a voice of a God and not of a man. God is great and good, and they thought such was Herod's greatness in his apparel and throne, and such his goodness in forgiving him, that he was worthy to be called no less than a god, and perhaps his speech was delivered with such an air of majesty, and the mixture of clemency with it, as affected the hearers like that. Or it may be it was not from any real impression made upon their minds, or any higher good thoughts they had conceived of him, but however much they secretly despised him, they were resolved thus to cultivate his favor and strengthen the new-made peace between him and them. Those who will clothe themselves in the regal majesties of this world and play with the lives of those unable to withstand them in order for their own aggrandizement are an easy prey to flatterers, and so peace was made. But that's not the end of the story. God took a hand, and immediately the angel of the Lord smote him because he gave not God the glory, and he was eaten of worms and gave up the ghost. The historian says he was at that same instant seized with the most violent pain in his bowels that he turned his eyes upon his friends and said, Now I, who am called a god and therefore immortal, must be proved a man and is mortal. His torture continued without the least abatement, and then he died when he had been king seven years. This sad story is recorded for our benefits. 
It teaches that God may allow a proud, persecuting man to even hurt his little ones for years. But there is, there always will be a day of reckoning. You and I are wise not to follow in the footsteps of the Herods of the world. James, whom he caused to be put to death, actually was far better positioned than Herod was. And so shall you and I be if we take the humble Christian pathway and forgo pretending to be greater than we are. And have you talked to God today? You have been listening to God's Five Minutes with Pastor Ed Wilson. Reach him by email at g-o-d-s-f-i-v-e minutes at gmail.com. Tune in next time to hear more encouraging thoughts from God's Word on God's 5 Minutes with Pastor Ed Wilson.